PKN three one two. Kyle was just talking. All right, Kyle, you've been streaming your Rust all the time. Yeah. Do you stream it because of the fifty dollars Patreons, or is there like an advantage for you and Mitty to see what you're up to? No, I stream it for them. Um, oh. like, like we're so like um, if you're a fifty dollars patron, or maybe I don't want to say the wrong thing, but maybe if you're a ten, um, you right. might also get access in there. But definitely if you're a fifty. Um, you, you're in you're in our Discord, and it's the same Discord that I've been using for like five six years to like game on. We just added extra rooms for the patrons, and so like when Mitty and I go to play Rust, we play like duos, like two player team Rust. There's that that way it's it's more fair that way. In any case, uh, you know we we're, we get in an audio chat, and then a lot of the fifty dollar patrons will just jump in, which we don't mind at all. You know it's. It can be lonely, boring business playing Rust in early wild. Don't There's be a lot of too chatty patrons. There can't yeah. be too chatty. <laughs> Most of the time, I don't mind because you know I'm cutting trees down or like uh-huh. you know farming stuff up, and so like I, I I'm I'm happy to talk to somebody because I you know I, I, Mitty, mm-hmm. me and Mitty have been sitting there talking for six hours. It's nice to have somebody else to jump in. So like there'll be like a dozen of those guys in there sometimes, and uh, just to be nice to them so that they can see what's going on, we'll we'll. Me and him both will like live stream our points of view of uh, of Rust, and uh, and so yeah, it's a good time. Um, I, I I like all those guys, uh, so so it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we're already playing Rust, and we're already in that chat room. They're already in there, so might as well stream it to them. <clears throat> but um, so we we've been playing normally Rust servers wipe on Thursdays, but obviously we do PK uh, PKA on Thursdays, so I don't like to do those because I get a really late start. I'd have to like wait till PKA was done and then start grinding. And I'm just, I'm tired after PKA. It's, it's midnight by then. So we've been playing on this uh, server that wipes on Saturdays. So Saturday we start playing rust and we're going hard. We're just grinding real hard and it's going super well. We already had some of the blueprints and uh, from the previous wipe. And that allows us to create certain items that are hard to get at. So we already had guns and, and such pretty you know within three hours we've got our guns and our armor on and we're really farming hard i'm i'm getting lots of explosives farmed up and midi's getting lots of like metal and components and gadgets farmed up and we, we grinded for nine hours we started at 4 p.m and we went for nine hours straight Jesus. and 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 midi's starting to get tuckered out and so i i figure since he's getting off he's gonna take an hour long break he's gonna get off for an hour and so I'm like, okay. So I, I shut the base down. I close all the doors and all the hatches, as it were, so we're protected. And I get off for an hour. And I get a text message like 45 minutes after I've been off from Mitty because I guess he popped back in. He goes, we've been raided. It's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's all gone. <laughs> it's all gone. The whole day wasted. <laughs> Do you have all your things? In, in Like if I were to raid your base... Do I get all your stuff or do you, like, cause it, I hate to bring up Minecraft cause people fuss, but they would have different compartments, you know, like you, you might get into one of our armory rooms, but you don't get everything I've ever earned. You'd have to. It's kind of like uh, the way those ancient Egyptian tombs were, you know, if you, if you get to the sarcophagus, all is lost, right? The main point of the pyramid is protect the, uh, the body of the king. And then rust, the main point is protect your tool cupboard because once they have that, those, that's the keys to the kingdom. It allows them to, have building privilege over your base. So then they can start adding blocks of their own onto your base and do what's called griefing it, which is ruining it. So mm. that even after they've, it'd be one thing if they just came in and like took all your, your, your stuff, your guns and your explosives it'd and then an left. easy repair and you just start over-ish. You just repair the hole they made in your, the side of your base and you'd go back to business. You wouldn't lose your base. But if they get your tool covered, then they can just put big walls in the hallways of your base. They can, they can ruin the base such mm-hmm. that it's, 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 it's ruined. It'd be like if I broke into your house, robbed you and then like sealed all the doors shut with stone walls. And, and you're just like, the fuck did you do that for you? <laughs> <laughs> you took Guardian all my money. My so I know something Jackie's jewelry that other people and, don't know. And I love and this. And now the game of Thrones room has a giant steel wall right in the middle of it. <laughs> well, did you told me they left mean signs behind. They left mean signs. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, uh, that's how confident they were in beating your ass right there. They're like, now let's stone them in and build some insulting signs. <laughs> well, we already had signs. What up, did they but say? They had funny stuff on them. Um, you know, because uh, in Rust, there's this plugin that allows you to like type a command, and then any file that's on the internet, you can 
throw into a picture frame. So rather than doing this like childish finger painting art, which is what most people do, oh, we had do Gary's mod way back in the day. Yeah, I remember sure. that. We had high definition pictures of like um, Wings of Redemption and uh, and um, what's his name, Dennis Reynolds. You know the the poster, Dennis R- Reynolds. It says like this man is a rapist. Have you seen him? Like <laughs> stuff like that. Um, like all over the base, like silly little signs, like goofy stuff. And they had just like they they had written mean messages on our signs instead. They had replaced them with that. Can you put any words you want on the signs? Yes, absolutely any words you want. <laughs> um, I'm going to look at a free speech game. <laughs> there are bases that'll just be covered with the N word and swastikas and stuff like that. Um, but it'll be on the outside of the base. Pay, but it's okay. The um, so okay. so yeah, they, they they took all of our shit. Um, we did have loot spread out on various loot rooms, but the main loot, the stuff that we had grinded the hardest for, was all in the most secure location, and they got right into that. And so they took nine hours worth of work. So we just quit. You know, we're we're like, all right. As a Saturday every week. We'll, we'll, <laughs> that is how we'll that works. Next week. <laughs> Dude, I, I want to talk about the Minecraft comparison because it's funny, interesting to me anyway. So you can't get someone else's b- building privileges. There's no concept of a mm-hmm. tool cupboard. You, you claim that land and it's yours. So you can't build a cannon very close. They, they, they claim so much land, it's like beyond visual range, which mm. means that the cannons are kind of imprecise. And the difference is that rather than you're like, hey, they just repair that hole. Well, no. To get to all the different rooms in your base, they have blasted the fuck out of it. There's more than one hole. Or that hole is every floor. They've destroyed certainly the wall facing the cannon and probably the walls on both sides, too, because these things are not that precise. And there's water and lava and shit pouring all over them. It's such a mess. Sometimes people decide to just start their base over. That, that yeah, different game. It's not a big deal to start bases over. Like, like I find that most Rust YouTubers are lazy as fuck, mm. and I feel like they want to get on and like work for like an hour and make some content and to get off. It's almost like they don't like the game that they're making content for. See how that's that what happens. it seems like to me, and uh, I don't get that because like when we pl- when I watch them and they'll be like their base will be stone and it's mm-hmm. like there's like six of them working hard supposedly working. Meanwhile, me and Midi over there, like, like our base is all armor and metal and like, you know, we work hard to do the things we do. That's why it's so upsetting when that happens. <laughs> like, can they like, like firebomb your whole base and ruin all of that as they leave? Or is that not something that's even worthwhile? So they blasted a hole in it using rockets and rocket launchers, which is like the premier explosive to use in the game. You, know, you have a handheld rocket launcher and you have rockets and each... And, you know, four rockets blows through a stone wall, eight through a metal wall, like 15 for an armored wall. And they had to do uh, they had to go through like a stone, a metal and an armored wall just to get to the tool cupboard. And they did it perfectly. It, it, I, I mildly suspect they were cheating using ESP, which allows you to see through walls and find the, mm-hmm. the best way to go into something. But the server we're on is really like a practice server. At least that's the way we look at it, because the population is very low. We're just trying to like get back into the swing of rust. We, there are servers with build orders down and sort of, kind of sort of. Yeah. You know, there's servers where there's like 150 people on all the time grinding and it's a, it's chaos. There's a lot of PVP. We're on a server where there's, you know, 50 people and it's, you can kind of lay back and relax and you might get into one or two gunfights every hour or something like that. We're just, we're just trying to like play. It's almost PVE the way we're playing the game. Now our end goal is of course to get explosives and then go around and raid everyone we raided two bases that first day. We blew them up with rockets, and we had all their stuff in the base too. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's real upsetting when somebody does that. And not only do they take all your things, but they <laughs> grief the base. Like like griefing the base was like there was no reason to do that. We'd never met these guys before. But have you there ever no, done that? I only do that if there's animosity between okay. me and the okay. other person. Like like if it's just. If I don't know this guy, then I'll just go in, take what I want, and leave. You think I don't they have time you? to goof around? You're, you're famous, right? You, did they see the wings and stuff? And like, ah, I'm, oh, th- that's on the inside of the base. Well, and, but, I, and 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 I change my name every wipe cycle. They could have seen was, the inside when they decided to grief. Be like, hey, dude, can you believe it? We're in Kyle's base. I mean, the only thing that would have told you that it was Kyle's base was that there was a picture of Brandy on the wall. You know, like, like <laughs> you have to really identifying. You have to be a historian. You have to know who Brandy was. And like, 
that that's it. That's the only thing that connects that base to me, and that's a real reach. So no, I don't think so at all. Nobody knows the server. I mean, the the the, the patrons know some of them like what servers we play on, but like this wasn't somebody who hopped in just to goof with me because they put in a lot of time themselves just to have the explosives required to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody who comes in to troll somebody comes in and they're like naked outside your base, like an Indian with a with a shotgun, and they're just gonna like shoot you when you come out and annoy you and this was a coordinated effort to fuck me in the ass and they, and, <laughs> and they did it. And, and they even were clearly using, there's a website called battle metrics where you can tell when someone gets offline. So like they were definitely like looking at our names on a third party website, waiting for us to go and take a break so yeah. that they could sweep in and like get in without any resistance. If you were oh, offline for 45 minutes, it sounds like they used nearly all 45 to get that done yes it would have it would have taken a, a good 20 minutes of like if they were coordinated and they knew what they were doing like like all right go and just just continuously like working together like no no you hit that you hit that you hit this you hit that and then you know they got to get the loot out of there and it probably would have taken two trips and they didn't live anywhere near us because we killed everyone that was near us yeah it's it's real frustrating and that's why i love rust you know yeah. if if the lows weren't that low the low is so low that when you die you quit for a week. <laughs> like in Call of Duty, you die and you and you spam the the respawn button, right? right? You're like, like, I gotta get back in, in the next two seconds, not three. Mm-hmm. But in this game, it's like I'll see you in a week. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm gonna dude, go rewatch one of my feel good TV shows so I don't feel you, so sad. Are you on the Tarkov subreddit at all, Kyle? Uh on and off. Yeah, I check it out occasionally. Yesterday or the day before, one of those. Someone post like, someone the way he tells it, he infiltrated a cheat Discord server, and the guy was live streaming his cheat. Oh my goodness. Those cheats are so effective. It makes me not want to play Tarkov. It is... It, you have to see it. And yet also, for people who don't play Escape from Tarkov, knowledge is power in that game, right? Like, it, Let's say that the Taylor's a much better player than me, but... I know where he is and he doesn't know where I am. I beat a player who's better than me nine times out of 10. You know, I, I'm just going to, that, that knowledge, that information advantage is gigantic. These guys see where other players are. There's these rays that show them what direction the other player is looking. They get to see where loot is, right? So I think every so often, I think I've run into a cheater. It's hard to be sure, right? Because a guy who hits all headshots could be good or he could be a cheater. It's not unless they're moving extra fast or jumping th- through a doorway, hitting those headshots, and I'm pretty sure. But he could also see what was in, where all the good stuff was. A big part of Tarkov is finding out where the loot is. And he would see what was in the bags without even having to go up to them. He could go to a, a play, like a loot-rich environment, hit all the best rooms, and skip all the not-so-best rooms. <clears throat> and like I might just be like, ah, oh, this place is a bust, not realizing that a cheater got in and out before me. And he can phase through walls. Like, like, like I've seen them go into the Sorry. arsenal room and red card room and like invisibly, like you, you just hear that noise, you know, when someone picks an item up, click, 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 the guy turns arsenal key, which is like the creme de la creme of loot rooms and all of Tarkov. The key to open the main door is like 25 million rubles, which you'd be happy if you just had 25 million rubles for your, your, you know, your, in your, mm-hmm. at all. And then there's another key called the Arsenal key, I believe, to like open the cage door within. I don't know how much they cost right now, probably a million. And uh, he's like turning that key, and you just hear click, 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 and he looks at the tables of loot and the shelf of loot, and it's just disappearing because there's an invisible man who has phased through <laughs> the wall, and he's just he's just Easter egg hunting his his favorite. Why don't things. you play that way? That sounds like a blast. Oh, I do, I do. No, no, you can't play that way. That's awful. That's it, cheating. It. It's well, fun. but if everyone's, it's, it's like the steroids in baseball argument. <laughs> takes. <laughs> <laughs> if you were getting paid millions of dollars to, to win at Tarkov, then yeah, let's download some fucking cheats. Someone found shit. a quote from Nikita. Now, Nikita is like God of Tarkov. He's the lead developer, and he's kind of, help me, who was the lead Black Ops developer? Who was also like, he took over the PR role, too. Oh, um, shit, it's been so long. Right? It, I forget his name. Anyway... Not only is Nikita the actual guy who's in charge of the decisions and leading all the devs, and I think the original dev, 
But he's also a guy who does a lot of PR. He does podcasts. He's the Dana White of Tarkov. Yeah, I like that. An actual decision maker and the public facing guy. Sometimes they're different people. Like when it was, what was his name? 409 or something? 402? Uh, he was the face of COD, but he actually had no power. And people would yell at him, but <laughs> it was a waste of time. That's not the case with Nikita. Anyway, they found a podcast he was on where he's like, yeah. You really want cheaters because uh, cheaters are an important revenue source. They buy 2,000, 3,000 accounts. So we ban them and they get all new ones. But you can't have too many cheaters or the regular <laughs> players will stop coming. You have to have the regular players there as the draw for the cheaters to buy your game over and over. And I was like, what? W what? Like these cheaters <laughs> dying in Tarkov <laughs> is second to like only rust. Like, like, you know, when things go wrong, you've lost hours of progress. The things you it, it, like, it sucks to die in this game. It hurts extra. And you're telling me the lead dev has an attitude towards cheaters that they're a great source of profit. We just have to balance the cheaters versus the victims. Yep. Fuck you. It made me not want to play. <laughs> it, made, it made me want to quit Tarkov. Uh, it, uh, I, thinking about it enrages me. Yeah, and I've yeah, heard it's, them, it's it's complete bullshit. I, I've heard people talk about that before. Yeah, right. I, 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 I I've heard uh, people in uh, in Landmark's chat um, sort of sort of be like, you know, what if uh, what if Nikita is behind the cheats themselves? You know, what if, what if <laughs> yeah, these guys somehow like get through all the anti cheat, like like the anti cheat doesn't stop anything. Uh, Landmark's yeah. getting killed by the same cheater today as he got killed by three days ago, who's like speed hacking and like he calls yeah. it dunking on him, where the guy literally flies. He, like, like the guy's on the, there's a doorway in front of him and the guy jumps so that only his ankles are showing. Like, like you can't jump high in this game. This, <laughs> no, you this can't. game is pretty realistic as far as like how much hops you got. You right. can jump about 12 inches off the ground. This guy fucking. All, only his ankles are showing as he goes through the doorway. He jumps so high. And, and Lamar goes, what the fuck? And the guy jumps back through. But this time he's shooting from the from the hip, which is super hard to do because jumping and especially strafe jumping throws your aim like down into the left really hard. So this guy is jumping, flying through the air and triple headshotting him as he goes. <laughs> it's just like, I think we might have a cheater. I think we might have a cheater. Well, I'm sure if you cheat against a guy that big, you're immediately... No, yeah. oh, you're adorable. No, no. eleven thousand, eleven thousand people watched that guy cheat live. He he killed it's Landmark multiple. again two days later <laughs> on the same account. On the same account, that he is download his own hops. How do you spell Nikita? Is it N I K I T A? Oh, I ah, can't. I wanted to read the comment. Fuck! I, every time I click on this, yeah, that's a Reddit. real scummy way of of looking at things. That's that's pretty shit. I don't like that a bit. Um, you know, I, I I didn't like a lot of the changes they made uh, a while back to the weight system. That that's one of the things that's kept me away. Um, but but I really don't like that. And to, to see how many cheaters there are, like Landmark plays twelve hours a day, so obviously he's going to see a lot more cheaters than the average person. But like he played like five labs raids in a row, and fifty percent were cheaters, like 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 blatant cheaters, like like really blatant. Um, it wasn't like, oh, he hit me in the head. And I was like, no, he, he was running at the speed of light <laughs> and he, and he shot me eight times in the head immediately with a shit tear gun. Uh, I saw landmark kill some cheaters yesterday. It was fucking hilarious though. Are you yeah. near the beginning of your re-interest in rust? Or do you think you're nearing kind of the second, second part of the curve here and you'll be looking for a new game soon? No, I've been playing rust for, um, like three or four wipe cycles in a row now. Can I read the Nikita tweet? I found out. Yeah. Cheaters are a very tricky situation. They fund you quite a bit of money, and there's just and if there is just the right amount, it somewhat forces regular players to spend money on pay-to-win stuff to catch up to the cheaters. But if there's too many cheaters in your game, people leave. The fuck? Yeah, like, that's a real scummy thing to say. You want the right it's amount of cheaters yeah. because they fund you quite a, they fund you a lot of money, by the way, because they buy the game, they get banned, they rebuy it, they rebuy it, they rebuy it. And, uh, you know, they'll ban 2000 people, 4000 people in a day. And there's a very high likelihood that means they sell two to 4000 more copies of this game. And they try to make their like a proper amount of cheats, it would seem so that there are victims like me for cheaters to molest. And it 
it makes me Microsoft Flight Simulator. I, I don't way. doubt that he made a bunch of money, but that was a really stupid PR decision. Yeah, to it was phrase a, it like that and to announce that. Like from yeah, 2015. So he I was, wish I, I wish Tarkov would die, honestly, just because of that. And I and I I don't like that. I don't like a lot of the stuff that they do. Uh, I I don't like his attitude in general. He just seems like a scummy guy. I don't like the whole the whole mindset that the game shouldn't be fun. Like it's one thing if you want the game to be hardcore, but it's just it's a game. It should be fun. Fucking checkers are fun. Like get out of here. Yeah, um, he's backed off. Of, I, I think that was just a poorly phrased thing or joke that people latch onto. But what I want, I think you do too, is for a AAA studio to see Tarkov and be like, "Ooh, let's try that. Let's let's build a Tarkov." That isn't so easily cheated in, you know, let, let somebody, I think part of the problem is Battlestate games. They make Tarkov. Um, they're Russians and they don't have the same talent pool that like an American studio would have. So they're all there kind of over their heads. They've made these horrible design decisions to put so much in the client early on that with the client being king, it's very easy for your computer to just tell it like, hey, this guy has max stats on everything. Uh, you know, speed, endurance, strength, etc. Like the, his recoil control. Every time they enter a raid, everything goes straight to fifty-one, which is the highest level. And uh, because client is king, the server doesn't like check it. They just say, oh, "Okay, I got it. I guess this guy earned it's, max stats." It's above that though. Like they should be able to check speed hackers, right? Because they're they're going faster than anyone will ever be able to go. And that guy that was somebody that was jumping, max ju- max jumps don't get strength doesn't get you there like like right. his ankles are all that are showing as he goes through a doorway it's he has he so has he has jumped four feet into the fucking air we had that problem on woodycraft right so um it is difficult for me to tell when you're speed hacking versus when you're lagging right and you've seen it in game before is it like as a non-cheater you catch up to your friend and then your friend like races ahead that rubber banding um and it's like all right but if the guy rubber bands for three minutes, you know he's cheating. That's a speed or over hack. time. You know it should be a flag. It, it, it should it, it right. should flag like, hey, hey, he went fast one time. All right, well, he we'll gets keep an eye on that guy. That's how we did it. Literally, like there was a metric, and and like every time he behaved, it sort of pulled you into the safe zone. And every time he misbehaved, and we'd look at it, and some things were auto bans. Like if you were pretty obscene, it would auto ban. Other things like headshots would just flag a guy. And we'd look at like the top guys and be like, "This bonehead!" Like, no one's KD ratio is seventy. You know, yeah. even landmarks isn't seventy. So it no. should be easy to look at a KD like that. And I wonder know. what landmarks KD is. I don't know if it factors. I know he's got like eight thousand five hundred PMC kills, which is human kills. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, That's a lot. But it yeah. Sounds like a lot. There's a lot of he, he's played more of the game than anyone else who plays the game in the world. Like, like not to. just streamers, but like, like, like there's a race to get to level 70, which is max level. There's no way anybody's ahead of him because he plays 12 hours a day <laughs> every day. And he's one of the best in the world. Like, there's no way that anyone else has that same consistency right. and skill set. It's impossible. Yeah, if I played as much as him, which I don't, I might have half the XP, right? Because he just does so well every day session every raid. yeah you'd be level 55 60 maybe but you know because it's easier to get to 69 going from level 1 to 69 is the same thing as going from level 69 to 70 yeah that, like that last yeah. level is gargantuan it's millions and millions of xp and a great raid might be fifteen thousand xp so it's it's like you, you need to like kill it a couple thousand raids in a row and then you go from 69 to 70 and, and raids can be anywhere from 15 to 40 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. At the level I play, like I made um, the first 10 levels in one night. Okay. Yeah. And then like last wipe, I went from like level 44 to 45 in like a week. You know, that's the difference. So Yeah. It, it's uh, it, it, it. It, it sucks that that game has to be that way. It's a, it's a great concept for the of a game. I don't think any any AAA title would make a game like that because it's there's so much going on there. Uh, it seems like games like that get made by smaller studios. Like Scum is a game that's even more insane. I don't know if you okay. ever played any Scum. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the prison one. That's the that's where you are like a released convict who's being like controlled by a player somewhere. That's sort of the premise of the game. You've all got implants in the back of your head, dude. You get diarrhea in the middle of a of a fight. 
that's too that's like, too like, real <laughs> i know exactly that's what i'm saying like it's way too much and going on like like you can be you'll be fighting and, and your player will be like oh that cuttlefish is a nut sitting well <laughs> and you literally it goes to like a third person viewpoint you drop your pants and you diarrhea everywhere out of your ass right there <laughs> While you're supposed to be fighting, there's uh, there's guys like coming at you with guns and 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 like trying like, to like kill fiber you. stats and like, like <laughs> I, you have to I like to think one percent of the players have a peanut allergy. <laughs> yeah, they're just yeah, diarrhea everywhere. Just that's why I bought my own server when when we were playing that game, so that I could like don't. It, it wasn't like I spent a lot of money. I don't know. It was like fifty dollars or something to have your own scum server. But then I'm God, right? I can just click 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 clack, and we can have things mm. because it was. It's way more extreme than Tarkov. It's it's like a mix between Tarkov and Rust, except you get diarrhea and you have to piss and you have to you have to eat a lot in that game. Like like you might think like oh yeah I just I ate a fish an hour ago we're good. It's like no 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 your guy's hungry bro he's he's gonna starve out. You got to go find some MREs or you're dude you're even I can go an hour without food. Yeah, <laughs> not I don't want that. No, is it like a calorie counter and hard exertion? <laughs> you know, calorie realism. There's so many bars. Like, 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 like Tarkov <laughs> has like two bars for stamina. Mm -hmm. Like, like this game ha has it, it's like this. It's like it's like ten <laughs> bars. Of, you're like, oh, I don't know. My guy's feeling a bit conflicted right now. My conflict. <laughs> <laughs> He feels a bit guilty about that last guy he killed. It, it appears I'm suffering from PTSD. I, I'm going to have to go attend an actual therapy session. Like you, the player? No, no, no. My, my character, he's got to go sit through one, but I've got to be there with him. Dude, I, 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 like, I don't like the realistic shitting model in this game. I like the unrealistic shitting model that I do in Skyrim and recently Red Dead Redemption 2, where it's like once every four days, I will make Arthur eat. 35 apples <laughs> and that's all he gets other than that it's just whiskey to make his dead eye better and then like occasionally cigarettes to make his dead eye better whatever you, he has does your red dead character get fatter and thinner is do they have that in there not on this diet they do in scum <laughs> they, they do, do in, in scum, scum. you're <laughs> it's so funny and scum your your character like like over time like you could tell who was like paying attention to their diet <laughs> like some people were just like I'm just gonna eat eight pounds of sugar and go to war. <laughs> That'll do it, right? Eight, eight pounds of sugar—that's a lot of calories, dude. I, so, eight pounds of sugar. <laughs> Kyle, have you given any thought to upgrading your gaming PC? I know you're pretty—you're like cutting edge now, ish. I don't, maybe um, your CPU. I don't know what. Yeah, because I think recently, I, didn't you? Or GPU or something? Like last year, I don't know. Yeah, everything's fairly new. I've got 2080 Ti, and um, I don't remember what CPU. I'm probably a gen behind on CPU, but um, I don't know what benefit I would get really, because like. I would have to upgrade my peripherals to get a benefit because right now I've got um, a 1080p monitor at 144 hertz. So I'd either have to get a 240 hertz monitor or a 4K monitor to really require any hardware upgrade. 1080p, like, like, huh? Did, are you able to get 144 frames? Oh, no, frames? excuse me, not 1080p. It's, um, it's, 1440. it's 1440, 144 so hertz. I bet you, yeah. you bet you don't get all that in Tarkov. 144 is a lot of frames for Tarkov. I don't think you can. I, I, I thought that the most you could get in Tarkov was like 100. No, I, I see streamers who do more than that. But, I mean, the, the benefit must be pretty low. I'm guessing this... So the reason I brought it up, NVIDIA put out a tweet today. It's been rumored that their 3080s come out in September, midway. And they put out a tweet today that's like, new things coming soon with some obscure like modem dial-up video audio thing. And mm. I don't know if the scientists have gone out there and figured out like what number it's calling or like I don't know if there's any like hidden message. Watch them call like 3080, 3080, 3080 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, um, I feel like it's confirmed the rumors confirmed that the new GPU comes out next month. So I think yeah. I'm a couple probably, gens on CPU. I need to upgrade. Yeah, I might get a new CPU. I could see doing that sometime soon, but I just have no need for a new GPU. I don't think because like I mostly want to play. I'm going to play Halo. Uh, I'm probably going to play Halo three this week. And then I know that um, the new Halo because Halo three is remastered. You know, that just came out with that mm -hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago. And then the whatever the new Halo is, Halo Infinity or whatever the fuck they're calling it, that got delayed till next year. So like it's a while before that even comes out. And it, I don't like the way it looks anyway. It looks kind of like shit. Um, so right now I'm playing a lot of Rust, and that's the only thing that's really on the horizon for me to play. I could see playing like going back and playing some Skyrim or something. Is Rust but, very demanding on a computer? Uh, 
I think it is a little. I, I only get about 100, 105 frames. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd probably do worse. I have a 1080 Ti, which is okay. You know, it's good, but um, it'll be two generations behind in a month. So good to upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Um, 100, 100 frames is, is kind of fine for the way I play that game, though, honestly. It, it looks good. I've got the graphics turned down to like medium high or something like that. And, uh, but yeah, that's all I'm really interested in playing right now is some rust. Uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm going to see if I can drag Larry over with me. He, uh, he offered to play a couple weeks ago and he downloaded it. So I might, I might pick up Larry and play some three man, uh, rust nice. next Saturday for a week. Well, until somebody kills us all, I guess, and takes all of our things and writes mean messages in our base again. Like, like that's that's what I've been well, doing today. I've been have six cooldown days. Yeah, I've been looking at base designs. I'm like, I'm like, we got to build a bigger base. We got to build a bigger, bigger. base, okay. tougher base. Have you thought about the mine shaft bases? Because I've watched a little rest on YouTube. It doesn't make they me an expert. Those. Oh, okay. Those are uh, so there's they got rid of those? yeah, there's mine shaft bases that. I, the video made it seem like it was impossible to raid. Like you would have to blast through so much dirt to get there and to go down the actual mine shaft itself. You couldn't do it without killing yourself. And like it was, it was a real problem to raid it, but I guess they figured out a way around it. They patched that. Uh, yeah. They, they made it so you couldn't build in the central, like caves have um, like, like four different designs that they like sort of like become. Um, and uh, they made it so you couldn't build within, one of the main, the biggest chamber, the deepest chamber of caves. Plus, I hate living in caves. It's dark all the time. Like, don't think like a little cave, Taylor, where you just like walk in a little entrance in a rock and like, all right, we're here, like an igloo. Don't think igloo. Think like cave system where you're like holding a torch and walking down through a drippy corridor and down and down and down. It's, it's no I wouldn't like that like either. That. It would be depressing. It's only it's not depressing. Minecraft because it's all 8-bit, and it's like, this is silly. Also, you know, in like, Minecraft, if you do... Like, we didn't do it on ours, uh, but you can make inside nice. You can light it. You can have an underground city that's beautiful. What You can line the walls with pink wool if you want to and make it your happy space. Uh, you don't even need to really know you're downstairs. Well, the, the stream after we did it, when I did it with Mitty... He really took charge on finding a new when area and building a house. On me. Yeah, tell me more <laughs> about your affair well, with it's the same server, so and there's two there's still two beds there. That's all I'll say. You know, that's same server. So <laughs> totally I wouldn't expect to find your shit lit on fire like a, yeah, like just, Carrie uh, Underwood would do. This like house that Mitty made. I was like, this is pretty nice. This is spacious. He made the ceilings nice because like I was like on a solo service or just messing around with it a couple weeks ago. And I built my house, which was like a five by five block with just the roof right where my head was. And I'm like, this is this is upsetting. I don't like this. I, I, I'm going to go dig a mine shaft more and just live off the land. But yeah, I, I guess it didn't cross my mind at the time to actually put effort in and build something bigger. But it should have because that seems to be the purpose of the game, right? Yeah, you can you can make rust bases really nice too, but we just never bother doing it. Um, it's it's just kind of we don't have time for that, you know. They'll put rugs on the floor and bear skins on the wall. Like like if you if you get to that point, then you've you've already kind of beaten the game. Now you're just looking for something else to do. In um, when you play on a well done server, you can like efficiently farm carrots, for example, sell them to the server for in game money, and then buy what you actually want. So oh, that's, that that's how people get all their wool and things like that. They just yeah. There's a lot of like uh, vending machines in the Rust world where you can you can focus on just getting lots of one thing and get really good at getting that, and then you can use that as like you can trade that for another, and then you can trade the thing you traded for for everything else. Like the big thing right now that people are doing is making hemp farms okay. in the game. So you have like a big hemp farm, and uh, you have computer controlled watering systems like sprinklers mm -hmm. and you have to um you have to go so far as to pick the correct genetics for each hemp plant and then and then clone that plant over That's and over once you've got the best genetics for the plant that'll grow the fastest and produce the most hemp per plant and you can have a multi-floor automated watering system with sprinklers that like it makes so much hemp every day that you can trade that hemp which creates cloth for 
scrap, which is essentially the currency of Rust, and mm-hmm. and it's 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 better than just playing regular Rust. Like it's it's more efficient than just playing Rust. Mm-hmm. Like you can just become a, a hemp farmer. farmer and 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 now like like you're just like going to the 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 vending machine with like fifty thousand cloth in your inventory and just ka-ching 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 now how ka-ching. easy would it be for me to ruin your hemp farm or profit from your hemp farm like do you, you'd have to blow the base up you know and you'd also so the have to base know is inside farm. walls yeah yeah well, the, I, the hemp farms on the uh, uh, an indoor hemp farm it's certainly not outside where somebody could just come up and start picking my hemp yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> like there's there's it's automated indoor, farms bro. in Minecraft, but all you do is steal like as much as you can hold, which is the last few hours of production. And okay, like I'm gonna give it to you if you want. I don't give a fuck, right? Like it's you know, did I lose two hours of production? That's fine. No, nah, see, people are mean in Rust. They, yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll come and grief you for no fucking reason. Yeah, like that, they see you have a turret outside your. Like nowadays, the way auto turrets work. Um, there's a a weapon that you have to put inside this auto turret and it sort of scans and it automatically shoots people. So if they break your auto turret, they get that gun. It falls out. But it used to be that you just made an auto turret and it had a machine gun in it. And once you break it, you don't get anything. People would still break them. <laughs> people would still like see that you had an auto turret over there on your, on your base and they would go and make a, a compound bow with 90 fucking arrows because that's how many it takes and they would just meticulously shoot it 90 fucking times from a distance so to deprive you of 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 an auto turret that would happen in in, on woodycraft too the the thing is and i'm sure there's a rust parallel it's not that profitable you know like oh well you're going to destroy my automatic carrot farm like it, it will cost you so much to build a cannon that shoots past the claim land to destroy some carrots like it you're really griefing you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That that's the that's the different that's one of the big differences, I think. Because in Rust, you know, you just make rockets mm-hmm. and like you can use those rockets for anything. You're not constructing a stationary cannon that's now there and you've kind of use it or lose it kind of situation. It's like I can I'll build fifty rockets and they can do anything. I might use four of them on this guy or three on this guy, or I might use all fifty on a giant base and right. Now imagine if you travel had to use around those rockets to shoot the ground to do any griefing. You'd be like, well fuck. I took out his hemp plant, but it took me twelve hours to earn that rocket. <laughs> so that, you know, it, it took him five minutes to plant. Yeah, people are scumbags mm. in in Rust. They're uh they're they're real, real awful, awful people. <laughs> it's the it's, voice chat. It's the voice chat. The voice chat's a big part of it, but they'll just behave in, in, a, in a horrific way. It's mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm so used to it. Like I was taking one of the monuments the other day. Like I was taking the oil rig by myself. Nobody was online, and uh, there's a timed crate that I'm waiting to tick down from 15 minutes to zero. That then it'll open and I'll get a lot of gear and a lot of loot out of it. So right now I'm just sort of four stories up on an at sea oil platform. Mm-hmm. Looking toward the uh, the main island in case somebody tries to come and and take it from me, and I see a boat coming with two fucking people in it, and I'm like, oh no, they're coming! Uh, but I've got a sniper rifle, which is a very high end piece of gear, and I I snipe one, I snipe the passenger out of this boat, you know, really far away. He drops dead, and the boat turns around and heads back to shore, and I shoot that person in the ass, but I don't kill her. And uh, and then she goes over the chat, like the global chat. She goes, that was rude. And I was so like befuddled by that response. I was like, rude. You have no idea what rude is. <laughs> like, like you don't even know. Rude would be spending the next eight hours literally outside your base calling you a, the N-word and just <laughs> screaming it in the most awful voice I could muster and then just killing you every time you come out. That's rude. I just shot your friend. She's like, well, we don't. We we just like to have fun. I was like, so do I. That's why I shot him. <laughs> That's why time. I shot him. She's like, can, can I have his stuff back? I'm like, no, no, you can't have his stuff back. It's my stuff now. She's like, oh, well, we didn't have very much. And I'm just like, oh, all right. Well, I guess they right. were rude. Yeah, <laughs> just I, hurting my feelings. I feel like I'm bullying this girl on Rust. I was playing Tarkov, and uh, I had a, thought I had enough stuff. Right, I had a successful raid. And some guy is stalking me, and I hear him, and it's like a high. Like I felt like I had an information advantage on him. I blast him, and he comes to my chat. I guess he recognized like Woody's gamer tag killed him, and um, he starts asking for his stuff back. And I'm like, yeah, bro. I give every if you ask for your stuff back, I give it to you. I don't give a fuck. I'm rich in Tarkov, and uh, then my chat is like, Woody, no, he's being a dick. I can't see everything they say, and. Um, 
I'm like, you know, like I, I look through it and I'm like, ah, eh, it's not that bad. You know, like I, I'll still save his <laughs> stuff. And they're like, he's being racist. And I look and he's calling my chat a bunch of brothers, kind of. And uh, <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Hey, whatever his name was. I well, want you to dudes. know <laughs> the second you turn racist is when you lost all your shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I took all of it, all of it. Like we had the same helmet. I'm like, I'm throwing my helmet insurance fraud. If people play Tarkov know that I took it. I was like, that was when you did that. I want, like, I want you to look back on this and recognize that was when I decided to take everything you owned. Yeah. We've done the exact same thing. Like, like playing with Larry, um, you know, Larry streaming and somebody would c- came into his stream and they had been stream sniping us using Larry's stream. Mm. And, uh, and then he starts begging for his stuff back. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to throw away better gear just so I can take your gear. Like, like I was going to take this M4 out with me, but no, I'm going to take your bullshit AK to deprive you of it. And then I'm going <laughs> to delete it when I get back to my stack. I've done that <laughs> on stream. Yeah. I get people's stuff. I get it out of raid and just to spite them, destroy it. Just destroy. Like, I'm not even keeping it. It won't be. I, I, I'm just going to ruin it. None of, no one has it now because uh, it's like a flex for people that don't play the game. Um, I have 20 some million rubles at this point. Like I, I, my money problems are past me. So, uh, yeah, so I'll just flex on them and destroy that gun. They didn't want to lose so much. That's, a, that, that's another mean thing you can do to people in Rust is despawn their items. Like that's what they were doing to us. Like, like. <laughs> They took everything. They're like that squirrel that has its cheeks full of nuts, mm-hmm. and it and it, it just wants one more. But, but and then finally gets that one wedged in. It's mm, with these fucking nuts <laughs> in his mouth, and then it's just like, well, let me ruin all the other nuts so that no one can have them. It just takes all of our like nuts out of boxes and puts them on the ground, so that they just despawn. Like we we get we get there, and there's just there's just shit piled up all over the floor all of our like mediocre stuff that they just didn't want apparently so they're just making sure we don't get it back they're just making a mess they're just making a mess insulting yeah. making a mess <sighs> fortunate it's a toxic fucking game man can't wait to get back to it. <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't, <laughs> I haven't looked into it much yet but i saw briefly yesterday there was something like Trump was talking at the white house and he had to get ushered back in by the yes. secret service cuz they thought someone was shooting some at him or at someone or yeah, whatever shooting at the White House. Do they know yet? Well, they yeah, shooting the White House. What I do know for sure is the Secret Service shot a guy, and that guy made it to the hospital. And that's as updated as I am. I, hmm, I didn't know. If did that guy have a gun for sure? Did that guy live? I'm, I saw one clip of a guy walking with a gun in his hand, and like he's in a t-shirt, and he like lifts his hand to say hi, and then gets just shot in the stomach with what looks like a beanbag or something and goes down let me see if i can find that this guy went to the hospital which implies to me he got good and wounded not a beanbag hit but and that's what i was curious that's what i was curious about because i i didn't know if that the guy i saw today if this video was a different guy that's fucking around making threats but not shooting like i wasn't sure beanbags are legit though yeah i was I'm sorry, carry on. You you know more. You'd want to go to the hot like if, if you got shot in the stomach, like literally in like the like the 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 stomach part of your stomach, not the ribs. I think you'd be all right. You'd have a you'd have a real bruise. Like like don't think paintball bruise. Think like this big, like 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 five inches across this like big Taylor nasty fall bruise. out of bed bruise. Mm-hmm. Yes, like Taylor, yeah, no, not like, quite that intense. Like Taylor headbutted you, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> like, but if you get shot in the ribs, it'll absolutely break your ribs. Like, like it, it, mm. it, it might break your rib, throw it into a lung, and fucking kill you. If you get shot in the head, it will kill you, um, because okay. it's it's this really hardy cloth that's of a beanbag full of um, shotgun shot, like bird shot. So, it, and they go fast. I, I would I, I've shot like mannequins with them oh. to try to get some kind of a visual effect, and it's like oh it just goes right through them, huh? I bet I'm wrong really. on this. <laughs> in my head, they're the size of a um, cornhole beanbag. How big are they really? They're much smaller. No, right? they're not corn. So so they make forty millimeter grenade launcher <laughs> rounds that are like that that shoot the fucking cornhole bag. Okay, at you. <laughs> and that'll fuck you. That'll fuck you right up. That might kill a motherfucker. Right, if that- you put the cornhole bag in a shotgun, it might travel pretty slow. Like I might even. Catch it wouldn't it. fit. You know, well, it, twelve. You- 12 gauge is like the size of a nickel. You'd have to roll it around, right? Like you'd have to turn it into a tube and like it just come out like a, a silly spaghetti snake or something. You know, it just would you need it, this thing to like fold back 
and be exactly the size of like the shotgun barrel so that when it comes out, it, it usually has a tail uh, to stabilize it, like like fin stabilization, but it's like a strip of leather or cloth that that's mm-hmm. trails behind it. Like a and kite so you, tail. So you, yeah, like a kite tail. And so it that's traveling behind it, keeping it stable so it's not like falling end over end or spinning or anything, ideally. But um, but they're small. Um, it's like getting shot with... I'll just find a picture of Once one. I thought I, about it, I knew I was wrong. But I was like, yeah, they take a cornhole. They, you know, you can roll a square into a cylinder. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, that must be what it's like. And then the air, it spreads out. Like, wait a minute. That thing's so heavy. I don't think a shotgun would throw it. For, I, you might catch it with your hand if they tried to throw something that heavy. The shotgun that is. Probably well, these guys are still in business. Who's <laughs> in business? Uh, uh, American Specialty Ammo. I, I, I use a lot of their products back in the day. All this nonsense. Ammo. I'm not American specialty ammo. They make a lot of nonsense stuff. The shooter story is dead now. I guess because Biden announced his VP. That's dominating my little thing. Yeah, and I guess because they caught him too. Like if they hadn't caught him, it'd probably still be a bigger thing. But they shot him and nabbed him. But you haven't heard anything about him. Which you know, why else do you go to the White House though and shoot guns unless you want to kill the president? Seems like a pretty open and shut thing to do, right? When you say it that way, it sounded, you know, that, that or commit suicide. Yeah, right. there you go. So well, he, if you he, look, he, would have, he wouldn't have missed if it was number two. <laughs> so if you oh, look no, at no. the top left image. Oh, okay. So if you look in the top left image, you can see it's it's a little bag sort of tied in a knot. So that there's one, the side on the left is full of shot, which is tiny BBs of lead. And then it's and then the right side is like the stabilizing like cloth that drags oh, behind. That's the tail. So it, Want yeah. trauma pain clients. Hydrokinetic impact bag, as they're called over here on le- lesslethal.com. Uh, I shot Jeremy with some of these tridents. Uh, uh, they're on the uh, top right. I shot him in the back with one of those. He didn't like it. What do you think is worse, the bean bag or those? Ooh, I would guess the bean bag. The bean bag, a thousand percent. The trident really? was. Oh yes. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. Have Jeremy guessed. ended up. Oh, there's three in there. There's three in there, but they're smaller, so less mass, less impact. Yeah. Okay. And they're made of rubber instead of lead, <laughs> so uh-huh. again, less less kinetic energy. Okay. Yeah. It's no. It's like I, getting shot, but it's like a bad paintball. It's making sense the way you say it, but I guess I thought that um, with the tail, it would lose so much speed that it wouldn't be so bad. Maybe it depends on distance. I don't know. Aerial I mean, warning bang. Cool. At thirty yards, you're getting fucked up. Yeah. You know, with that, with that bean bag. However, with the buckshot, like I shot Jeremy with that buckshot at like fucking almost point blank range. <laughs> like, yeah, like, 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 if anybody wants to see the video, we Did were just it watching it last night because it was so it's so mean. It's called shot pepper sprayed <laughs> and tased or something like Tattooed, that. Tattooed maybe. Um, I, that's not in the in the it's title, but video. I do tattoo him at the end of the video. <laughs> it's so funny. We were talking about this whole thing last night. How how like Jeremy was just perfect for that sort of thing. You know, like I paid him two hundred two hundred fifty dollars, something like that, and the free tattoo, which some would see as a negative. Some but Jeremy saw as a positive. And uh, you know, at the beginning, I shoot him right in the back with that rubber buckshot, and uh, I think he, he plays it up a little bit. He falls on the ground, which annoyed me. I was like, we're not here to fake things. If it doesn't hurt then fucking say it doesn't hurt. I did not like when he dropped to the ground because I knew I hadn't knocked him to the ground. I, I, right. He was play like acting. Getting shot well, in a movie, right? Like, he didn't want to keep getting shot, though. <laughs> he didn't want to get blasted. blasted. I mean, he already been blasted. I already shot him in the back with the buckshot. I know, but if he had stood there, you would have pumped another five rounds of that into him, <laughs> and he knows that. Clearly, the first round did not take effect. <laughs> Just give him another. No, I wouldn't have done that. But what what I did do is next came the taser. And so I popped him once with the taser and he hits the ground and he moans and screams just Aah! with his face on the ground, you know, not even trying to keep his face out of the dirt, just just like complete lock up. Mm-hmm. And I'm laughing so hard. I'm like, and my, my adrenaline's going, my heart's going. So like time is going really quickly. And for me, and so what was five seconds and is a pretty decent amount of time on video, you know, five seconds times relative though. Um, I felt like, oh man, that's not good. That's not enough content. Let's give him a, let's give him another jolt. Cause well, this thing, go, it goes in five second bursts. There's no control. It's just oh, five at a time. Are they all like Every time that? You pull Do the you trigger? know? 
the X26 is, which is like the main, main one cops use. Okay. And so I give them five more seconds, and you can hear it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> As it goes, pop, 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 you know, that taser noise. And I turn around, I'm, I can't keep a straight face. I'm like, well, hello. Uh, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't resist. I had to give him a second jolt. I had to. And, uh, and then rules. I pepper spray him. And uh, I'm pepper, I pepper spray him with the same shit that I've been pepper sprayed before, uh, with before. It's, it's, it's CS, a rough day. Most people think CS pepper spray is worse. I think. They're wrong. You think taser's worse? Yeah. yeah. Um, the pepper spray lasts for 20 minutes and it hurts and it sucks. But... The pep, the the taser is a transcendent experience from everything I've seen and heard. Like like the pepper spray for me was medium discomfort, not mild discomfort, not extreme discomfort, mm. medium discomfort. Okay. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like it, but it was over in like fifteen minutes of rinsing. And then I went back to the gun store with my face all swollen up. And I was like, that was some good shit you gave me. And they're like, oh, what happened? I was like, what do you mean what happened? I Scott you to make sure it was real. <laughs> Scott soaked my face in it. That's what fucking happened. And they're, they're like, we didn't think you were serious. I was like, what did you think I was doing? I got a fucking 1911 on my hip. What do I need pepper spray for if I'm not spraying myself <laughs> in the face with it? So, like, I didn't mind it at all. Now, I didn't enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. But... Jeremy was crying after the taser. You know, he he gets up and there are tears in his eyes. Like like it's I, like it's extreme pain. I do and I don't seconds. want to try. So here's the thing. Like it, what you said ties into my perception. It's that pepper spray is a problem for 15, 20 minutes, and then even an hour later, you're not back at baseline. Your face is swollen. You're like post injury. It's like a, a, a very mild sunburn an hour later. Like Have, very mild. It's it's warmth. So I've never been tasered, but I have been, you know, electrocuted and I've been stunned gunned, you know, and the second that ends, you're like sort of coming to grips with what just happened, but you're okay. You know, the experience so, is behind you. This is so much more extreme. So I've I've been electrocuted by I I've like one hundred ten volts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm yeah, talking 110, about. Yeah, 110 volts. Um, I've had two twenty, but it was an electric motor, and I definitely didn't get good contact because wearing shoes and stuff. So like you know, two twenty can fucking kill you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So and, and obviously I didn't die. So I felt the pain of that before, and you know, me and you have goofed around with that cheap little like nine volt I stun gun. A stun I had. Gun. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That taser man is a whole nother. It'll drop a cow. Like, like, like it's complete neuromuscular lockdown. It, it, it's one electrode is in his shoulder. The other, the other is in his thigh. So everything, so the electricity is traveling between those two points. And so the back is the largest major muscle group and it's getting his back, his ass, his thighs, like, like all of his biggest compound muscle groups are convulsing <laughs> to their, their maximum your muscles have never convulsed like that. Your brain can't produce that kind of voltage. They've never done that before ever. And they're doing it like 20 times a second or something for five seconds. Just and your like people shit themselves. But people it does themselves. end as soon as it ends, right? Like it does. It does. Would you rather spend five? My, my cop buddy was like, would you rather spend five seconds in hell or 20 minutes on a hot beach? You take your pick. I'll take the hot beach. You know, that, that's that's what pepper spray always was to me. Now, if you're gonna if you're gonna pepper spray my ass and leave me in the back of a cop car for half an hour with no way to clean up and, and I'm just rubbing it deeper and deeper, or maybe just like getting worse and worse, that's a different story. But if you've got water, you're good. It's no big deal at all. Hmm. Yeah, my I think my opinions is heavily influenced by something I saw on TV. And he made the argument that I did that uh, he's like, the taser is terrible. You're not doing anything while you're being tased. But then once it's over, like in this case, it was a woman doing self-defense, not a cop doing yeah. pain compliance. And uh, he's like, but once it's over, like if I wanted to, I could make a run at her. He says, on on the other hand, pepper spray, I'm out of the game. I'm out of the game for 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. like, I want nothing to do with anything but dealing with this eye problem. Some so, water. Now, as a caveat to that, I saw that a long time ago. Like it might be 10 years ago or better. So batteries could be stronger now. Like it could be a whole different thing than a 15 year old taser. It, I don't know the, the X 20. So there's a, um, there's a really good personal, a lot of the personal defense tasers, you shoot them and you drop it. 
and they go for 10 seconds. So you're running away while they're riding the lightning on the ground. <laughs> like, like it looks like a Star Trek phaser a little bit, or, or actually looks like an electric razor is what it really looks like. And it's pink. It's called the jogger, I think. Okay. And you pop and then you drop the thing and you run away while they're on the ground convulsing for the next 10 seconds. Jesus uh, the X- Christ. These are expensive as shit. X26. Which one? The pulse. I'm a personal defense taser. It was like the first one, $450. Just buy a gun, man, at this point. I mean, you know, so not every not every application calls for a, a firearm, right? I don't know. Can you take a taser everywhere? Like, that's one of the problems with guns. You're not supposed to bring it to the mall, the movie theater, the any place that sells a ticket. Yeah, I can't speak on that too well. Um, I'll tell you what I would do if I didn't have a record or anything. That seems like one of those things where you could ask for, ask uh, forgiveness for later, right? Like, I know lots of girls who would, like, carry their pepper spray or their tasers at school because, like, f- fuck you, first of all. I'm not going to be using it on anybody at school unless they need it. And and second of all, like, what are you going to do to me? You're going to suspend me for a day? I'll take the day. You know, yeah. this is so I don't get raped in a parking lot. Fuck you. Kyle actually <laughs> helped me with this. Everyone comes to Kyle for personal defense advice. But he's like, yeah, it was Hope going away to school. And this was our, this, she's leaving the nest for the first time. And he's like, yeah, here's good pepper spray. This is stuff that I, I suggest. Here's a test one. So, you know, if it's ever game day, it's not the first time she's pulled the trigger. And uh, I was like, that's smart. I probably wouldn't have done that without his tips. So, yeah, tell her to shake that thing. Like, anytime she thinks about it, anytime she gives it a thought, give it a real good shake. Because if you don't shake it, it sort of sputters and doesn't like like the the solids sink to the bottom, and so mm. you get this <laughs> kind of action, and it's just like this was to defend my life, and uh, I <laughs> you know, really want that shit. To Hers work. was on her keychain, which might provide a little natural shaking, but sure, uh, that is still helpful. good advice. Yeah. If it's been this, just sitting on a shelf, flashlight, it's not actually a taser; it's a stun gun flashlight that just looks really that. cool. It just yeah, it's probably flashlight. not that effective. A gun's better. A stun gun or a taser, stun I guess. Stun suck. You don't want a stun gun unless you're like some sort of... Um, so the X-26 taser system is both. You can de- you can use it as a stun gun. Once you, once you deploy the cartridge, now it's a stun gun. So you're not completely unarmed anymore. You can still electrocute people at your leisure. <laughs> um, but, you know, th- those cartridges don't always work. Um, oh, Okay. You know, I, they, they don't always pierce the person. They don't always hit the person. I always have a knife. Like, uh, always. Uh, a lot. Of, I've, my experience is a lot of people who claim they always have a gun actually don't. Like, you know, there's times when they don't have a gun. My knife is part of my, like, wallet, keys, and phone. And a mm-hmm. Leatherman. And I, I, would, I would hate to deal with someone with a fucking knife. That's a scary proposition. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a real problem. And I use it so much, not on people, obviously. But you I will. <laughs> I can Sometimes. find that thing in my pocket, orient it without looking at it, and pop it out with my thumb. Like that would probably be the best move. I, I would yeah, be afraid I, of all you got to do is find one guy who's been in a knife fight and and you're bringing a knife to that gentleman's fight now. And so, like, he, that, that's oh. a scary prospect. I, I've only used knives for knife things. Like yeah, skinning animal. I've oh, never God, 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 like done that with a knife. I don't know what I would do. Do I hold it like I'm going to come down? Do I, I try and so. slash? I don't mean to be Johnny do Tough Guy, it? but I think it's I hard to get the knife out of your hand. If you have a knife in your hand and my goal is to get it out, Let I'm going to get fucked up. I'll show you how to hold a knife. I got a little knife. Do you go like this? Do you go? <laughs> I imagine... That. I, I would do this action. I would imagine waving it around like a crazy person and backing up would be the right move if you don't know how to knife fight. I, I or throw so. the knife at like you faster. So you want to hold your knife like this because you can't because now you can't get wrist control. Really? I got the blade right, like, like right here. I can so stab small. and I can I can slash. And Kyle's you can't grab got my wrist. this. That's not a knife thing oh. going on right here. <laughs> That, that's literally not a knife you have there. Really? It's three inches. That's what it is. I don't know how small it looks, but it's not big. It's not, Well, yeah. I mean, I guess I'd prefer yours, but I can't keep that in my pocket all the time. I actually have this. I didn't have to go get it. That's the, that's the this argument. This magnetized to the refrigerator at all times. Well, <laughs> which helps if you're in the kitchen and you think of it first, but I don't know. That, that's like one of my 
No, I hear I, you. There are a yeah, lot of gun fucking, owners. This is a fucking kitchen knife. Yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> you don't walk around with this. This obviously, is a really you nice don't. knife. But I think a lot of people, like, like um, yeah, who's talking? I don't want to name names, but I, I know a guy uh, who said he carries German? a 1911. This is Japanese. Carries a 1911 all the time, he says. I doubt it. More than no, once, I've been like, show me your 1911. Well, it's in the drawer. Dude, you look like a fucking goober if you're walking around in real life with a 1911 on your hip all day, every day. I couldn't. All you're doing is like, if if there is going to be violence, you're just making it so whoever's about to start is going, all right, so first and foremost, we got to take care of that guy. (laughs) Every (laughs) once in a while. Dirty Harry over there? (laughs) We got to deal with that first. Every once in a while, there's a guy whose whole wardrobe revolves around his gun. Like, oh, I'm just a Mm -hmm. Hawaiian shirt guy. Yeah. All right. So so that one guy conceals (laughs) his gun, but most people don't. Yeah, I I um I didn't like hip holsters. I've never liked hip holsters for actually carrying guns. Uh, hmm. You know, I if, if you're on a fucking YouTube video, it's one thing. Or if you're like actively shooting, you know, hip holsters great. But um, can't think of what I like behind the small of the back. I always I like to keep guns there. Um, I could I could reach back really handily and have it out and ready to go with a nice soft leather holster or um, appendix holsters um, is inside the waistband. Um, Below your, you know, in your basically on your underwear line, really kind of pointed right at your cock and balls. So mm-hmm. you, you want to be careful what kind of gun you put down there. You know, maybe not something with like like a hair trigger, <laughs> single action no kind safety, of semi-automatic yeah. or something. You know, you, you probably want like a. That's going to keep me on edge. Yeah, you want something with a serious trigger pull. Um, the gun I kept down there was like a Car Forty, like a forty caliber Car semi-automatic pistol. The trigger pulling thing is outrageous. There's no way I was going to accidentally blow my dick off. <laughs> but, you know, that's a major concern, right? Else, right? I'll take a beating or a robbing every day of the week if it means I never blow my dick and balls off. Big right? concern, I'll, small I'll, target. I'll keep one in that, in that new ridge I have in my ass meat. That'll be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> a little subcompact. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I like uh, pocket guns. I would keep a gun in uh, maybe a DeSantis holster. People probably don't know that, but... It's it's basically designed so that when it goes in your pocket, it doesn't twist around and go upside down and shit like that. Yeah. So if you were to reach in and grab your gun, it would come out the right way. And that's yeah, I could, I could keep that little LCP like in a jean pocket. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it fits in there with a along with like a phone or something. It's so fucking small. But I'm just so bad with an LCP. I never felt com- confident in in that thing. I was like, well, maybe I'll just like shoot at them and it'll, they'll be frightened. <laughs> God, I, there's no way I can hit them. I couldn't Kyle them, said that, I and I was like, that's hard. odd. Here's the one situation where I'm a better shooter than Kyle. Absolutely. And then I like tested it. No, I'm terrible also. <laughs> I can't hit shit with it. I was so bad LCR. with it. I uh, you said LCR, you, you LCR is the revolver. He likes that uh, yeah. one more. Because I was looking to get one of those when I was thinking more seriously about carrying every day. Yeah, I, I would really carry the LCR on the small of my back. Um, that's that's the revolver for those listening. It's a Ruger um, revolver. Uh, I think mine was thirty eight. Hammerless one. Yeah, thirty eight. Yeah, I like hammerless um, for concealed carry. You you don't want a big metal hook on the back of your gun that can get caught on a waistband or a belt or a belt loop or skin mm-hmm. or anything. And it's going to be a heavy trigger pull, so you won't shoot your penis off. Heavy trigger pull is good, especially if you know you're carrying the thing around with you all the time. It's not a target p- uh, pistol. It's it's a self-defense pistol. It's a different. It's a different uh, use case. The phrasing yeah. I needed to hear was, "You carry it a lot and you shoot it a little." And it's like, oh True. yeah, that's the opposite of like a hair trigger gun, the one where you'd shoot it a lot and carry it a little. It's not yeah. your everyday carry gun. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, at the end, uh, an M and P or a Glock is probably like the safest thing for like all around use, like like one of the smaller ones. Even a Glock nineteen. Glock nineteen so small in my like frame like like it it doesn't even fit my hand that's the reason i never had one they're so tiny i would need to practice a lot to be able to serviceably use an lcr because like those I, i've held them before and it's like it doesn't reach the end of your palm and that's pretty tough you know like you, you don't feel in control you feel like you're pulling that way a lot because the head it's not a fun gun to shoot you know it's like this is a just in case kind of thing so that- it'd be kind of be kind of Kind of a pain in the ass to learn that. The LCP yeah. hurts to shoot. So for people who don't know, like pretend your gun weighed 10 pounds. The bullet would do very little to like smack it in your hand. Well, this is a tiny, super lightweight. They've cut every gram from it that they can. So when you shoot it, all that energy, like the gun doesn't absorb it by being heavy. It smacks your palm. and It vibrates. Mm, 
and it's like this the recoil inner the the impulse like goes through the plastic grip into your hand which does hurt a little my biggest concern was like like the length of my hand from here to here mm-hmm. is is longer than the gun allows so to pull the trigger i had to like do like one of the i couldn't use my trick this part of my trigger finger because the gun needs to be this fucking big for that and an lcp mm-hmm. is this big so like so so I ended up having to like almost pinch the trigger against the back of it to like fire it. Yeah, I c- I could never use one of those. The advantage of the LCP, I intend, I insist, is not that you shoot it well; it's that it's actually in your pocket. It's right? good. That's you, you good. just hope that brandishing will be enough. <laughs> He's gonna it, wouldn't, it was so wouldn't you'd pull that thing out and be like. Yo, what is that, Holmes? <laughs> but the the gunfights I see on no. the internet are like two people at the same gas station pump, or some, or two people in the same doorway, like it, like places where you could hit anything with any gun. It's it's not two car lengths away, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Glock twenty six is real tiny. That's I think that's what I'd go with. You mm. get eleven rounds. Uh, you can get an extended mag. I think it is twelve. You know, plus one in the in the chamber it's tiny let me let me see if i can find a picture of a glock 26 compared with the lcp okay yeah jesus christ we passed an hour this, but i'm enjoying this conversation this thing looks ridiculous in hickok 45's hands oh god yeah. that guy <laughs> it, it looks uh, of course he's shooting it well yeah, i bet he does so hickok 45 if people it, it there's nothing for reference, but that guy's like six five or something. Like he's really. I big. believe he's six six. Yeah, he's a big, okay. big dude. Yeah, that. Yeah, and he's hitting everything he's aiming at. Uh, I believe he's using an aimbot. Yeah, <laughs> unfair. He knows this course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know why. Don't, ignore that. I don't know why the link looks like that. What I, is I it? Found. Uh, I'm, I found a picture of someone comparing the two pistols. He is hitting every single shot. And these are bottles of soda 25 feet away. Yeah, so it's obviously quite a bit bigger. The LCP is one of the tiniest pistols there are. But still, you get so much more in that, in that, in that moderately bigger package. And the difference is significant in a pocket. It is yeah. significant in a pocket. You would not put the Glock in a pocket. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds like some kind of kid's riddle or story. <laughs> Glock in a pocket, <laughs> a gun safety limerick. Well, anyway, you guys in the call the show? Yeah. yeah. Next. Yeah, man. Okay. PKN three twelve. <laughs>